You're listening to another life-giving message from Living Faith Church San Diego. We are a church for sinners by sinners, and we are on a mission to help you discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. For more information about Living Faith Church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Again, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. The verse I want to stick with tonight, or well, the first verse I want to talk to you guys tonight is from Genesis 37.5. Genesis 37.5, and y'all spoiled this right over here. Joseph had a dream, and when he told his brothers, they hated him all the more. Ouch. Ah, ouch, all right. Have you ever had people in your life who are supposed to love you? who are supposed to support you, who are supposed to, 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 to be there for you and cheer you on, but yet somehow you feel some kind of animosity by them. And a lot of times it could be family, friends. In this situation here, Joseph had a dream and his very own brothers hated him the more. My friends, the challenge is, is to have a dream and to be able to find a support system around you. But the challenge is, is when you don't have a support system, that's the reason why you just give up on the dream. Well, you know what? They're the only support me, so why would I continue this dream? You know, I, I try to talk about my dream about to my friends and no one thinks it's possible, so just forget about it. But you see, here's the thing. I believe you and I have been created for a purpose. And we have this purpose in our life. And it's not just to, 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 to wake up, eat, poop, go to work, then go to sleep. And then you retire and you say, okay, here, here and there I'll get a little couple vacations here and there. No, your life is so much more than that. If you are dealing with depression in your life, and you're dealing with, I have so much depression, I, 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 I actually, actually probably hate life sometimes. The challenge is, is you're not living at your, the, 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 the purpose that God has put in your heart. You're just surviving on automatic. Well, Stephen, I kind of want to do this, but I don't even tell nobody about that. I don't want anyone to call anyone out or just don't, don't, don't call you out. Oh, that's me. But have you ever had a dream in your heart that you were scared to even tell anybody? That you were scared to tell anybody? Because you're fearful of what they would think. So tonight, I'm going to take you from dream to disaster to destiny. And here's the challenge. The disaster, when disaster hits, that's where we abort the dream normally. But I'm going to show you through the scriptures how the disaster is actually a setup for you to get to your destiny. But too many times, we abort the dream in disaster. So the first point is one to dream. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. I love this verse. When I was going through my hardest time when I was 16 years old in jail, my first time, um, th this is a verse that everyone kept sending to me. For I know the plans I have for you. And it's interesting to me because 
God has a plan for you. Wait, what? He has a plan for me? He has a plan for you, and what? It's plans to what? Prosper. Say prosper. Prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. If you want to know the plan of God for your life, what is God's perfect plan? What is God's perfect plan? Look to heaven. Question, is there anxiety in heaven? Question, is there uh, people who are out there begging or, and, 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 and panhandling, saying, please give me some money, I need help, I need food to eat? No. Is there, is there people who are sick with cancer in heaven? No. Is there COVID in heaven? No. So here's the deal. Here on earth, there are over 7 billion people who have wills. Wills is like your, 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 your desires. Seven people have different desires. In heaven, it's only one desire. So understand, you will say, what is God's perfect will? Well, don't look here. Look there. So if you're saying, you know what? Is it God's will for him, for me to be prosperous? Yes, because there's nothing but mansions up there. Is it God's will for me to be healed? Yes, because there's nothing but healing. There's all, all people who are fully whole up there. Is it God's will for me to be happy? Hell yes, it is, because there's nothing but bliss. When people are out here getting a massage, they say, oh, this is paradise. My friends, the Bible calls heaven paradise. So imagine getting a massage for life. <laughs> that same ecstasy is how it is in heaven. So how do you know the perfect will of God? Look to heaven. And in heaven, ask yourself, is it God's will for me to suffer? No. That's why it's powerful to pray, because we can change our situations through prayer. Uh, you can actually change God's mind. That's a whole different story. We'll talk about that next week. Or actually the week whenever I preach next. Listen to this. Joseph, this is the man we're talking about in the Bible. Joseph, who said he had a dream. He had a dream, but his brothers hated him more. After he had a dream, what happened? The story goes is that his brothers hated him and plotted to kill him. Then they put him in the pit and said, you know what, just put him down there. Let's just get rid of him. Let's probably kill him. They want to kill him. And then all of a sudden, magi's came by. Because they don't actually want to sell him as a slave to these guys. The brothers hated him enough to sell him off as a slave. He got off and was sold as a slave. When he was sold off as a slave, he worked for this other guy named Potiphar. And then Potiphar said, okay, you're going to be my slave. You're going to work for me. Potiphar's wife set him up. You guys know the story? Who, knows the story? Who doesn't know the story of Joseph? No worries. Then from there, then Joseph was serving the wife and serving the family. What happens? Potiphar's wife like tries to do some, hey, Joseph, you are sexy and fine, mother. You know, come on, let's lay in bed here. But Joseph said, no, 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 I cannot do that to my master. Slave, I was a slave. Can't do this to my, my master. He's put me in charge and I can't touch you. What happens? The girl has daddy issues and she rejects him. He gets, she rejects, he rejects her and she gets mad. Why when she gets mad, she gets his coat because he runs off and says, forget you, I'm going away. He gets the coat and she, she frames him and tells Potiphar, he violated me. He wanted to rape me. He, she was lying on him. And what happened there? Then Potiphar got really angry and says, whoa, how dare you? And threw him into prison. From prison, keep in mind, he already was sold as a slave. Now he's a slave. Then he got framed and lied on. And he got lied on and sent to prison. While in prison, the Bible says the Lord was still with him, and he interpreted a dream of a baker 
and a, uh, uh, a butler. Okay? For those of you who know the story, there's a deep theological story there of the message of Christ. The baker breaks bread, bakes bread, and the butler serves wine. It's the symbolism of Jesus Christ. Okay, let's just, let's just pause there. Just think about that later on. We'll get to that story next time. But listen, so then he interprets the dream of the baker and the butler, and then uh, Pharaoh says, I had a dream that's bothering me. They brought then uh, Joseph to Pharaoh to interpret the dream. Then Pharaoh promotes Joseph from the, from the jail up into the palace. Once again, I know it's confusing. Uh, hated by brothers, sold as a slave, was a slave, got framed by a girl who has daddy issues, and then from that point went to jail, from jail, now promoted to Pharaoh. To work alongside Pharaoh. And here's the thing. Joseph was so, had so much wisdom, there was a big famine of no food, but Joseph had the idea of how to get food. And what happens? Everyone around the town, Egypt, the land, was going over to, to, to Pharaoh. We need food. Oh, look. He provides the food. And the whole story goes that Joseph was a provider for his family eventually. But you see, it started as a dream. And here's the thing. When you and I have a dream, we get, first off, hated by people. Give it up. Give up the dream. And then later on, we, 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 we share the dream and the people try to, to frame us, they lie on us, whatever else, we give it the dream. We give it the dream so fast and so easily, we abort it. God's wanting for you to fulfill your dream, that you may fulfill his plans, because his plans for you to prosper you and not to harm you. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus, to do works which God prepared in advance for us to do. Which God prepared in advance for us to do. My friends, for those of you who are amazing musicians, which is half the church, you understand this concept. God has blessed you with that musical ability for times such as this. I am believing, I'm going to share with you guys my dream, is that okay? Here's my dream. My dream is that we would fill out Petco Park with people who are crazy sinners, addicts, People who are rejected by the church, people who are like, you know, like ear gauges, where it's like you put your fist in the ear gauge, like, like people who are like, like who would be rejected by the church, people who are like who have so much, like their life is so in shambles. They say, you know what, the church wouldn't accept me, but wow, these guys are church for sinners, by sinners. This pastor here, this guy preaching right now, isn't claiming to be better than anyone else. What? I want to go to this church. I'm praying that we can deliver the message of Jesus Christ without the judgment, without the condemnation, without the politics, without the hypocrisy, without any of that. And my dream is that we get this message of Jesus to the world. So who's to say, what, how will this happen? This is how it's happening first off right here. And then later on, we're going to go through launching to a church, church, like an actual facility. And then from that point, keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. And that is the vision. Listen, whenever you guys are here tonight, if you're here saying, you know, I don't know, I'm just here just for tonight. I'm not sure what's going on. You're a part of the mission of this church. Or maybe you're here in this church right now. And you're like, you know what? I don't know what's going on here. But maybe you, later on, you hear, remember this verse here two years from now. So you know what? I heard about a certain guy named Joseph. And you're talking to a friend who's about to abort their dream. So what if you played a huge factor into that aspect? 
Walt Disney, there's a, who's ever seen a movie called Before Mickey? There's a great movie called Before Mickey. It's about the story of the life of Walt Disney before he became, before he even created Mickey Mouse. Before he created Mickey Mouse. Do you guys know how his story started? Well, how his story happened? He, he foreclosed on his office. He was sitting at the dumpster. And he was like, I, I need inspiration. What am I going to draw up now? And a mouse was walking around on this dumpster. He goes, I'm going to draw a mouse. Sitting outside a foreclosed office, and there's a big old wood, and he draw a mouse. He got that and threw it away. And then someone, a person came by and says, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, my office. And the guy says, don't give up, son. And the guy just walks away. So the Disney picks up that crumbled paper and says, I'm going to run with this. My friends, Walt Disney is the largest corporation that's buying out ESPN, HBO, uh, all Fox. They just merge together. Disney is one of the biggest corporations conglomerate here in the media world today. But if Disney, if Disney had given up on his dream, we wouldn't have what we have today. So understand that concept. Just don't give up. That one man who said, don't give up, such a small part. Such a small part. But look at everything they have today. Because that one man told them, don't give up. My friends, God has prepared in advance for what us to do. The word desire. Can we put that word up there, desire. Desire. Say the word desire. 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 The Bible says that God will give you the desires of your heart. What's your desire? That's also a dream. Desire. What is your desire? Think about it right now. What's in your head? What's your desire? And now let's break off the words in the actual wording, the study of the words, desire. That is of, desire is father or something, God. It's of God. So the desire in your heart, understand was put in there because of Ephesians 2.10, which God has prepared in advance for us to do. So what is in your heart? What is the desire that's in your heart that God has planted in your heart? It's for the purpose of His work. Listen, this world belongs to God. So does, was Disney originally Disney, Disneyland originally Disney's idea? It was God's idea. God visualized that. I said, I want this man to make that cartoon. What? Doesn't make sense. I don't know the whole full story, but I don't know, I'll tell you how many times a lot of kids have great fun memories there. Some kids, that's their escape from their life of hell that they could have at home. I don't know. I love this man. Set the teacups, we could vomit. <laughs> so here's the second part, my friends. The first one is to dream. The second one is the disaster. The step two is that you have a disaster. And again, this is where most people give up on their dream. They give up when disaster strikes. For Joseph, it was being tossed into the pit. Genesis 37, 17 and 20. They have moved on from here, the man answered. I heard them say, let's go to Duran. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them near Duran. Next verse. But they saw him in a distance. And before he reached them, they what? They plotted to kill him. Next verse. Here comes the dreamer, they said to each other. 
Come now, let's kill him and throw him into these uh, syrens and, and say that the uh, furious animal devoured him. Then we'll see what comes of his dreams. They threw him into a pit and they said, we're going to tell our father, who sent him by the way, that he was devoured by animals. Do you see a little pattern here? That, 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 that Joseph is lied on multiple times. So my friends, if you're saying, oh my gosh, so many were lying on me and hating on me and cheating on me, that happened to Joseph. Let me give you another verse here. John 13, 27. As soon as Judas took the bread, Satan had entered into him. So Jesus told him, what you're about to do, do quickly. You guys know the story of Judas. Judas is the guy who was hanging out with Jesus, one of the 12 disciples. One of the 12 disciples says, all right, you're going to be one of my disciples. You're going to, he was in charge of the money. He was the accountant of Jesus' ministry. But God, Jesus knew this man would betray him. So he says, whatever you're going to do, do it quickly. Let's get it over with. Here's the thing. We hate Judas. We say, I don't like Judas. Judas is not necessary. He is the guy who betrayed my homie Jesus. I hate Judas. And maybe in your life, you have a Judas. Someone who's closest to you. Someone who's supposed to be your buddy, your best friend, your family member. Someone who's supposed to love you and care for you. Someone who's supposed to support you. Supposed to support you. Someone who's supposed to be the closest, who knows everything about you and there for you. But they're the ones to betray you. And that's the worst. Is when the people who are supposed to love you backstab you. That's the worst. I've felt that many times. I'm going through it now. And it's the worst feeling. Psychologists say that when the person who's supposed to love you, specifically family, supposed to love you, betrays you, it freaking messes you up in the psyche. You have trust issues. You don't like people no more. And the biggest thing is you give up on your dream. But the biggest thing is to understand this, that when disaster strikes, don't give up. When you have a Judas in your life, recognize who that Judas is and say, you know what? I am not going to forfeit my dream because of Judas. But let me tell you this right now. Something that hit me is so profound. Jesus also had Peter, James, and John as disciples. But the challenge is, is to love and support and teach and mentor and disciple Peter, James, and John alongside Judas. And not to show favoritism towards one and neglect the other, but the challenge is, is to support everybody. Even though he knew this person going to backstab me. But can I tell you this right now? That Judas in your life, is necessary. Some of you guys are like, oh, hell no, I hate Judas. I don't like no Judas in my life. But let me tell you this right now, and I want you to eat this up. The very people in your life who are backstabbing you, who are hurting you, who are hating on you, who are lying on you, who are the people who are the ones who's gonna betray you, he freaking betrayed Jesus with a kiss. He gave Jesus a kiss and then turned him over. What a slap in the face. But let me tell you this. Judas did way more good 
for Jesus in fulfilling his destiny than Peter, James, and John ever did. Peter, James, and John were friends to Judas, but Judas were friends of Jesus, but Judas helped fulfill the destiny of Jesus. If Jesus knew all along he's here to save the world, Jesus knew all along he's here to sacrifice himself as, as a ransom for many. Jesus knew that. But Peter, James, and John didn't fulfill it for him. It was Judas. So my proposal to you is this. What if the very hell and disaster that you're going through right now is preparing you for the destiny that God has for you? That the very thing, the very heartache, the very thing that causes you to stay up at night, the very thing that causes you to have a heartache and lose sleep and, and pull your hair out, is the very thing that God's using to get you to your destiny. Again, Peter, James, and John are homies. But Judas is the one who betrayed. But without Judas, there would be no Jesus on the cross. Here's the challenge. See, Judas, so the question is people ask all the time. Wait, wait, wait. So was Judas meant and purposely supposed to betray Jesus? The answer is yes. But just as Jesus knew that Peter would reject Jesus, three times the Bible says. But here's the thing. Judas was unrepentive. So he hung himself and committed suicide. Where Peter denied Jesus. Blasting the Holy Spirit, by the way, is the almost unforgivable sin. Which is to reject Jesus, reject the Holy Spirit, which is Jesus, to call the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's the only one forgivable sin in the world. Is blasting the Holy Spirit. So... Listen to this, though. Here's the crazy part. Peter repented. Judas did not. Judas just committed suicide. Once again, my friends, think about this. You have a dream. Then disaster strikes. But this is where you do not give up. Do not give up on the dream when disaster strikes. My third point, last point here, is John Cups and Keys, is... Destiny. Dream, desire, destiny. But Stephen, how am I, how am I supposed to continue on beyond the betrayal? I'm hurt. I'm in pain. I have so much anger. I just want to strangle them. How do we go through it that I don't give up, that I don't give in? Ephesians 4.13 says this, I can do all things through Christ, through Him, through Christ who strengthens me. My friends, this is why we come to church, to tap into Jesus and say, God, I cannot do this anymore. If you don't move, I don't know who else will. God, I rely on you. I need you, God. I'm desperate for you. Jesus even prays and says, Father, take this cup away from me. I can't handle this. This is too painful. As he's on the cross, on the way to the cross, he's being beaten and bruised. 
because of the betrayal of Judas on the way to the cross. But when you get to your destiny, the challenge is not to brag it to your enemies, but to save them. Genesis 50, 18, 21. His brothers came and threw themselves down before him. We are your slaves, they said. But Joseph said to them, don't be afraid. I am in the place. Now, am I in the place of God? Here's the big one. You intended to harm me. Judas, you intended to harm me. But God intended it for good to what accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. Let's stop right there. You meant it for my harm, but God meant it for my good. My friends, it's so weird. This whole kingdom thing, this whole God thing. But whatever hell and high wire you're going through right now, understand this. It's for a purpose. You don't may not see it. I don't see it. I have people betray me right now that it hurts so much when writing the sermon I was crying. Say, God, how can I even preach this? Am I hypocritical? Because I want to strangle this person so much. But understand this? No. Because if I didn't go through what I went through at 16 years old, I wouldn't have had the dream of a church. I would never have met my mentor who mentored me in, 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 in entrepreneurship. And then later on, I made millions of dollars. If I didn't go through the hell I went through recently, we wouldn't be starting this church. My friends, you may not see it now, but as long as you do not give up, and understand Ephesians 4.13. Flash on the screen again. I can do all things. All things. Through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Back, Let's go to Genesis 50.20. You intended to harm me. But God intended it for good. To accomplish what is now being done the saving of many lives. And my last verse here, if you can stand up to your feet right now. Just stand on your feet. No moving yet, just stand on your feet. I'm going to read this verse to you, Romans 8, 28. It says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to to his purpose. Everyone's eyes closed, heads bowed. Tonight, I, I don't know what you're going through. Again, I pray to God every time I read these messages, Lord, what is it you want to speak to your people about? What hell are you going through that God would have me preach this message? Who is betraying you right now? Close your eyes, bow your heads, and then think of that person. Maybe people Put your hand on your heart if you've been hurt and you need to let go. 
that person you're looking at in your mind. That situation you're going through is the very thing that will take you to your destiny and you don't even know it. Pray this prayer right now in your heart right now. God, help me. God, heal me. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that the people who are here tonight, those who have been hurt, who have heartache, who have been betrayed by the very people who should be loving them, by the very people that should be, that be helping them, God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you prepare us, God, for the destiny that you have for us and that we would not become bitter, but we would help those, the very enemies who have betrayed us. God, thank you for Judas. Thank you for the brothers who betrayed Joseph. God, I personally thank you for everyone who's against me. Because I know you will lift me up and I will lift them up with me. It's not easy. But Lord, I know you are God and you are God alone. So Lord, do your will in my life, in our lives. Speak to our hearts, God. Heal us now. We love you, we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church. For more information about our church, text the word podcast to one 305 2303. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church Podcast.